0: If you're not watching Brothers Just Searching, may I ask why? They're terrific, you guys. They're just terrific. Here's looking at you, kid.
1: Alright everybody, welcome back to the second segment of this episode of Brothers Just Searching. I'm with I'm Isaac Hayes along with Aubrey Box, Lone bon Robin, and Anthony Haynes. So guys, we're going to go ahead and continue on our study of Woo-hoo. Ephesians chapter four. And I want to bring out a point. Uh, if you was listening last time with us, um, the first couple of verses, we kind of went off, not all, but we had two views on it. Uh, I, we went ahead and talked about how, mm-hmm. you know, as Christians, we should walk in, hum- uh, be humble, gentle, and love. Uh, talk about unity in the body of peace and all that, and we was talking about the world, you know, the world watching us. And Aubrey came out of the last segment oh, and yeah. said how we as believers should treat other believers that way, and both of those are correct. Let's just let's just make that we were not contradicting each other. I believe we both were correct on that because, first off, if you as a believer of Jesus Christ treat your brothers and sisters. In humility, in gentleness, in patience, and bearing one another in love, eager to unity of the spirit and body of peace. There is one body, and that's where Paul goes into. The world's going to see that and know we're different. So we have to, especially in the church, we have to live that way. Um, Prime example, could you imagine us coming on this podcast and me telling Bowen something, something horrendous or something evil and somebody watching this podcast or see or listening to this podcast and hears that I deme- demeanor Bowen or I cut Bowen down or I don't show him no love, they're going to be like, well, that's Christians? That, that's a Christian podcast. It wouldn't be a good light, wouldn't it? Mm-mm. But because we show each other love and humility and gentleness on this podcast somebody can watch us or hear us and say wow those those people love each other they, they 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 encourage each other i want what they have so this passage of scripture could either go both ways and look guys i don't know if there's a just a quote that off y'all guys we, we've been doing this for almost three years you bowen and uh mm-hmm. and auburn you've been doing Probably one year already. Mm, so you wow. know, so we've been we've been together for a while now, and we know each other. And we pick with each other. If you listen to the first segment of every show, we go ahead, yeah, over. <laughs> go ahead, and pick over. <laughs> <laughs> but every every show we we have fun. Why? Because we love each other. We we but we're humbled with each other. There's sometimes we talk about things on this podcast. <laughs> That <laughs> that goes ahead and really, you know, we might have a difference of opinion on it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we do it in love. We do it with gentleness. We don't go ahead and bite off somebody's head off. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, hey, have you thought about this? Yeah, so we yeah, talk about a difference
0: yeah. of opinion. So I think, I think, but both if it's not forms, doctrine, then you, then we correct each other. Right? Yeah. It's just it, you it's like no, have, no, no. I think you got that mixed up, and then you say, and, and well, look,
1: look, you bringing that point out. There's a lot of um a lot of um thoughts and opinions of the church i'm gonna use for example the rapture of the church we've had post trippers on this podcast already uh the latest one was joe schumer from good fight ministries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. us and brother joe we don't agree on the the rapture of the church i believe he he's a post tripper and we are pre-trippers and then you had other we had other people like that uh ken hoven mm-hmm. now well why you had them on that's I'm look. The Bible says, "Be ready." The Bible says, "Be ready for Jesus' return." Jesus, I think that's one of the greatest things the Lord ever did was not let us know exactly when He's coming. Right, right. But it's a lot of. Don't get ready. Yeah, we just gotta be ready. That's all we gotta, gotta do. Gotta be ready. So, so, but not, not, like, not, like I will not let someone come on that's a full blown atheist and say, "Well, I don't believe there's a God." I know you can stay at your house. Yeah, right. We right. could but, but wasting debate wasting our time now. Yeah, we could debate. I I debate too much already. <laughs> <laughs> but but you get what I'm saying though. But in humility and love, we can discuss things mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. can yeah disagree we could just with. have we, a. You, discussion you, could, could, you could
2: tell someone the truth, but at the same time, do it in love. You know, like I witness to a lot of groups of people from a lot of different denominations and stuff. And what I do is I try to show them the truth. But at the same time, I do it. I try to take it down to a certain level where it's simply I'm talking about how to get saved. You're not watering down the gospel. Right. I'm not compromising. But at the same time, I'm doing it in love. I'm not rushing in the kill kind of speaking right. you know and that's what you're supposed to hey, do look, look,
1: and that's, that's why yeah. look, by grace that was given to each of us us according to the measure of christ's gift um verse seven by grace like we talked about it earlier in the first segment we have grace so because we have grace we should hand out that grace as mm-hmm, well to others mm-hmm. christ forgave us by his grace we need mm-hmm. to be careful when we witness to not be like a hammer, hey, you need Jesus, dang, 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 and, and hammer with us. We need to have grace when we have long suffering when we need to be gentle. cause It's just not in the church we do that. We got to do that to the lost souls as well. Now, I'm not saying not to water down the gospel because we right, should not right. water down you the should. gospel. It's but by it grace love. you are saved through faith in mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Paul said that. So, but you know, I just I wanted to bring that point out in the at the beginning of this segment is that we were not disagreeing with each other, but we're just started to put but, the pieces but together. I, I think yeah. I Aubrey, I'm glad you said what you said mm-hmm. because that does bring out a point. Because you brought it up from a church standpoint, I brought it up from church looking onto us, right, right. And yeah. I believe they're both, but we have to make sure if it's to influence the world or even influence our brothers and sisters' and faith, we have to walk in a manner worthy of the calling that we are in
0: especially
1: yeah, if not we're just pharisees yeah well yeah or you know Sadducees. Well, Sadducees. Well, well
2: you think about it now james was actually talking about in the book of james when he talks about you know how we shouldn't this like work versus faith and of course most people think that james was coming against paul but that he was trying to see its works and uh, works and faith and it's not for salvation But James is kind of similar with Paul's talking about here. Like, hey, you should walk the godly walk. You should do the godly things. So it all ties together, if you think about it. James and Paul, they're not contradicting each other. And this is, you put scripture with scripture together. It's like a puzzle. It's like a radio signal. And you get it together, you get the whole picture. So, you know, that's what he's talking about.
0: each individual is not going to have the perfect formula for the perfect Christian life. But everyone they see glimpses of jesus
2: exactly well the thing is this is what a lot of people what i wanted to say earlier or the other the part one we were yeah, doing first
1: segment
0: one uh
2: what i wanted to say was you know this is a dollar like i told somebody today at a church we were talking me and brother blackley was talking and we we're talking about some stuff like for example if a man like there's a man he never drank in his life he never drank beer he never smoked he did he lived a moral life but if he don't have Jesus he's going to go to hell and he's a matter of fact like me i mean and there's a guy who drinks and smokes he's going to go to hell him and me's both going to go to hell because we both don't accept christ so it's not that you know because i don't drink a beer i'm okay with god no that's not your salvation you know a lot of people think well if i do this morally i'll be okay you know we're I can, not, not weighing giv- my bad with my good
0: yeah it's not like we're giving you a list of do nots to get into heaven no it's, no it's not do not do this do not do this it's not it's, a workspace thing. it's uh admit believe and confess
3: that's, that's right. not do nots right you know?
0: exactly Kobo.
3: right this is the way i look at the bible this is yeah. the way i look Bring at the word of god okay yeah the word of god is a map yeah i agree it's i agree it's mm-hmm. a blueprint if a person wants to go to heaven He's going to read that book. Yes, mm-hmm. he's going to accept what the book says, and he's going to believe it with all his heart. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe the book, don't read it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the
3: bottom line of it.
0: You right. ever heard mm-hmm. of the uh, the map to the fountain of youth? This is the map to eternal life.
3: I like that. I like that. that. Uh There Uh you go. Now you got the picture. You see. Yeah, I like that. You just just put all. You just put all the pieces together in the puzzle. Yeah, I'm gonna have to write that down. I gotta write that down.
1: It's a walk. It's not (laughs) a. You know. It's not a miracle. Yeah, that's why it's, it's a, a map because you gotta yeah, walk. Yeah, you gotta it. walk and find it. Yeah, that. exactly.
0: And you gotta walk because you're not gonna just find it. You gotta walk. Well, look, look, at, look you... at our
1: logo for this show is a map of and it has a Bible. Yeah, we're, we're searching. A, we're, we're searching for something. And you know when you're searching for something, you just don't run around the house. And look, I got I got kids that do that all the time. Hey, go find this for me. and They they go they're running around the house looking all over, and that we can't find it. And I, when I go walk around and look, well, look, it's right there. Oh, we didn't see it. Why? Because mm-hmm. they're running around mm-hmm. trying to find it mm-hmm. instead of taking their time and walking and observing yeah, it, what they're looking for. And like that's why they, Paul said we have to walk in a manner mm-hmm. of where we have to, we have to walk the walk that mm-hmm. Christ has put us on that's and right. as to be unified with the body. And at the same time, to
2: show the world that we are part of a body and that they want to be part and, of. And then, like I said, look at, look at this more as an opportunity. Cause like I had a lot of people asked me that one time too. They're like, "Man, why are you not drinking? Why are you there?" I didn't go say, "Well, I live a moral life and I, I I'm doing I'm this." I'm than thou. Yeah, and, and I'm doing this for my salvation. No, it's, you. It's what you like- do is you do is when they ask you, that, say, "Look, I'm a Christian. I believe in Christ, and I believe, you know, in the Word of God. God mm. wants me to be different." And I explain why, because I'm saying I want to get to heaven. I want to get the promise yeah, exactly. of God. So yeah, what you're, you're, saying, to is, Christ. What you're yeah. saying
0: is mm-hmm. like uh, drinking and uh, all these worldly things, mm-hmm. it's not on the path to get you to eternal life. It's, it's to saying, show
2: people to get to yeah, Christ. Yeah, it's
0: saying, well, I found this road map and mm-hmm. it's showing me which way to go. Right, and this pit right. stop is not on the list. Right. Yeah. It's right. like right. Right. if I mm-hmm. go down that path, it'll get me further than uh-huh. where I actually want to be. Are. I like
2: that.
3: You are the salt of the earth. Right. Remember right. that. Yeah. You are a candle that is burning, that's put on top of a hill, mm-hmm. that, that puts a light that, that the whole mm-hmm. world can see. So you got to look at it yeah, this way. Oh, hold on. Wait. Hold on. It's
0: like a If you're a the, if yeah. you're the mm-hmm. salt
3: of the earth, if you are the salt of the earth, you're going to agitate somebody. You're going to agitate somebody, bruh. You know, whether they drink, smoke, whether they whatever they do, you're going to agitate them because your life's going to show it. You see? Your life's gonna show that light, and once they see that, it's gonna agitate them. You ever cut yourself and put salt in it? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that don't, that, don't give him <laughs> no idea. That, <laughs> that, okay, <laughs> no idea. Let me tell you
2: something.
1: That no, don't
3: get the, a that. Guy, don't listen to him. <laughs> that that will irritate yeah. you. That will uh, yeah. hurt. That will burn. Sure will. Yes. So any person that's lost <laughs> and a person that does worldly things, you gotta right. be the salt. Mm-hmm. Because salt preserves. That's why Jesus said that. That's so, why Jesus said that. You are the okay. salt of the earth because salt
1: preserves. Let's bring this back to unity of the body of Christ. Okay, salt preserves, but it also y- irritates. Irritates. Correct. That's right. It will irritate the world, but it will preserve the church. Preserve Ooh, the church. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because you bringing that yeah. up with the salt of the earth. Salt will irritate a, a sword, but it will preserve mm-hmm. the, meat the meat that it was facing. And that's why we have to be unified as a body. body. If we live in, and I'm going to br- always bring that point up because this is the word of God. If mm-hmm. we live in humility, we live in gentleness, we live in patience, we live in all the things that mm-hmm. Paul just mentioned in that mm-hmm. first half of that ch- of chapter four. It's going to preserve the church. Why? Because we're in unity with Christ and we're treating each other the same way as Christ wanted us to do, it's going to irritate the world because, look, especially in politics, everything is divided right now. You Mm -hmm. have a 50-50 Senate. You have uh, close to 50-50 Congress. Nothing can get done. They're always divided. But why does the church thrive? Or why is the church uh, unified in so many things? Because we're walking after Christ. We're living in unity because of what Christ did for us. The world's going to look at it and they, oh, it irritates them. Them stupid Christians, they're always united against abortion or whatever. How? Mm-hmm. We're going to be walking in Christ and we're irritating them. Mm-hmm. And some are going to say, mm-hmm. look, I'm tired of this irritation. I want to go ahead and join the body.
2: Mm-hmm. And even false religion too. Yeah, no, it's false funny. religion well, as
1: well. Why do you think it upsets? Well, why you think it upsets uh, false religion when you see a good Bible-believing Holy Ghost-filled church mm-hmm. succeeding? Yeah, and false religion hates that. Yes, yes, because they're living in dysfunction, and we're living in unity of Christ. And that's right. What, that's right. what that's, Paul's telling us to live in unity of Christ.
3: That's what the body of Christ is about: It's to live in unity and in the same mm-hmm. faith. Mm-hmm. We all got to believe the same thing. That's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, that, that, and like I said, things that are not doctrinal, like you know, I'm sorry, I would not let nobody on this podcast that tells mm-hmm. me, "Well, Jesus went to hell for three days." Mm-mm. No, you are full of false doctrine, right. Uh, right. right? But but if somebody, like I said, the rapture of the church, if they disagree on, on it look I'm, that, that's that's minor issues the Man. creation of the world i'm a six-day creationist right. if somebody believes in the gap theory and comes on here and they're speaking biblical truth and don't mention that well let's guess that's what yeah. i can have a discussion with you right. on six-day
2: creation for versus the gap theory mm-hmm. i
1: can there's some fine men of god that i know that
2: believes it gets to the point where they talk about where now, they lie in salvation yeah they in lie in salvation if salvation is correct doctrinally and scripture I, I, I would love to have a conversation oh, yeah like them. If, if they but, believe in should they believe in justification by faith and the scriptures alone for their authority yes not, Because
1: let's even bring yeah. up this point why mm-hmm. it, why are we unified mm-hmm. it's not because we believe in the gap theory or we believe in the creation because we believe in jesus we, christ Because we walk in you know. humility mm-hmm. and gentleness mm-hmm. and patience bearing one another in love eager to maintain the unity of the spirit
2: of bonds of peace mm-hmm. and i want to say something about this too because you have to be careful what, because some people like well, the unity of the body to the Christ, they go more to like an economical, universal yeah, thing. But the thing is, Paul's talking right here is that the foundation is Jesus Christ and Him crucified and the Bible has the full authority. You know, I know today... That's the only reason we right, can be united. Right, yeah. Yeah. We cannot be
1: united if we believe... in yeah. So, look, let, look, let's use the apple for this podcast, for mm-hmm, example. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine us doing this podcast and we're all in disunity? Mm-hmm. We don't believe the same way. We don't mm-hmm. believe... We, we, we Look, don't get me wrong. I said it. Around this table, we for the past three years, we mm-hmm. have had conversations mm-hmm. where we disagree with one another. Mm-hmm. But it's not to the point to where it's doctrinal. It's just right, what right. we think. That, look tonight, we um, Aubrey brought out one point. I brought out one, and another point. Of it, up and we put it together. But we're in unity. We yeah. believe majority of the same way. We know that Christ. But could you imagine listening to this podcast mm-hmm. where Bowen believed? in one thing that's not doctrinal then Boogie mm-hmm, says something mm-hmm, else is not mm-hmm. doctrinal then Aubrey has something else it, it it'll be dysfunctional right well let me give you but an because example because we're unified in Christ right. and we believe the same way We this podcast is
2: organized right. well let me give you an example like the Reformation today by the way it is Reformation No tomorrow, tomorrow tomorrow's the, Reformation 31st, yeah. yeah it is Reformation day but like for example Martin Luther and Huss and all these guys, well Huss was da- a daughter that way before Luther came around but All these reformers, if you look at all of them, they all had different doctrines. They had some different views of some things. But one thing they all believed in and the core of their doctrine is that justification by faith. You're saved by Christ and him alone on the cross. And you put your faith in his righteousness. You know, you get his righteousness in return. He'll take your sins away and he give you Christ. Christ will give you his righteousness. And they believed the word of God was the final authority. Like, for example, I'm just using, for example, Luther believed in music. He was a singer. I know most people don't know that, but Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King. He might have been too, but Martin <laughs> Luther. But he believed you can have music in church. But Swingley, another reformer, in Switzerland, he believed that you shouldn't have music in church. He didn't think music should be part of church. He think it was worldly and ungodly so that's a good example they both believe in justification by faith they both believe god's word was a final authority not traditions of men but at the same time they had two different views on other things so that's what paul paul's trying to say the unity is that jesus well, christ our, is unity, him crucified. Yeah, our yeah.
1: unity is the cross of christ it exactly in the authority we of scripture. in jesus christ and him crucified that is our mm-hmm. unity that's what we need to we need to go ahead and be surrounded by, not by winds. Uh, wait. Where does it say that? Yeah, oh, what, in a, uh, uh, winds of doctrines by yeah, different winds. It says of verse fourteen, so yeah. that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by winds mm-hmm, and carried mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. every wind of doctrine by human current by crafty cunning cunning Cuttings. by crafting mm-hmm. and deceitful scheme mm-hmm. and i know we're going to talk about that, that later anything that takes on. away from the cross and the anything that takes away from the ad. cross it
2: takes away our ads. and i think yeah. we're going
1: to dive more into that into the uh, well, we got tom let's go ahead and get jump into mm-hmm. why why paul said that part mm-hmm. cuz of the union in christ and this is why the fivefold ministry is so important cuz mm-hmm. we talked about this about the unity of christ of showing the world and us in the church and it talks about how he ascended to the lowest part and he gave us grace and listen to what verse 11 says. And he gave the, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the shepherd, mm-hmm. the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ mm-hmm. until we all obtain to be, uni, uh, be united unity of the faith and of knowledge of the son of god the mature manhood to the measure of statue of fullness of christ why is the five-fold ministry there is is because it keeps a lot of people don't realize this the the office of the pastor the apostle the evangelist the teacher mm-hmm. and all this five-fold ministry holds together the church mm-hmm. it's christ that holds it together but we but that. Those leaders make sure um, the apostle, he, he holds, I heard, but uh, I was reading Brother Swagger's notes, the apostle holds all parts of the fivefold ministry. He holds the evangelist, he holds the teacher, mm. he holds the shepherd, and he holds the prophet. And he's also Christ's ambassador. Right, he's Christ's ambassador. Mm-hmm. But you have the evangelist preaching out the word of God, bringing in souls into the unity. And, and as Paul said in verse 13, uh, no, verse 12, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. Because mm-hmm. of the fivefold ministry, we can go to church and we learn the gospel. We learn from my dad, Pastor Lanny age We learn from Pastor Brandon. Right. People listen to this. We equip them mm-hmm. to go out and do their ministry. Because mm-hmm. look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. A lot of people might look at well, it's easy for you to say that you're a youth pastor, you're an assistant pastor, mm-hmm. you're this, mm-hmm. you're that. We all are ministers, and
2: we all go out there. We all in the world. go out.
1: We mm-hmm. at some look. We all. I don't want to say like that because I don't believe in a purpose-driven life, but we all have a purpose, mm-hmm. and our purpose is to win souls to the kingdom of God. That's I'm right. working on a sermon right. right now, and I, I'm saying that it's to advance the kingdom of God, not to advance my own kingdom mm-hmm. or my own purpose. But thy, kingdom but thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom mm-hmm. come. And that's what. But the, but the faithful ministry is there to equip. Mm-hmm. You have ministers like Pastor Brandon and Pastor Lanny. They are Pastor Bobby. that's about anybody. Mm-hmm. We have they they're there to teach us and to unify us and get us ready
2: to fulfill the ministry mm-hmm. of Christ into this world. And then, of course, it you know, some people say it's the five full ministers. Really, it should be four because it's four that's listed in there. No, there's five. There's five because I don't apostle it's this whole, whole.
1: No, the apostle, the evangelist, the teacher, the shepherd, and the teacher. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Okay. My bad. So you yeah.
1: have five full so ministers. It is now five. watch. Okay. This is why because it tells us... Um, It's the build of the Christ until we all attend to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood or to mature grown-uphood, to measure of the statute of the fullness of Christ. So this is where we go to verse 14. We quoted earlier, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human curing and craftiness and deceitful scheme. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we all grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. Now, Pastor Brandon, and like I said, Pastor Brandon taught on this chapter last week. It was real interesting. Yeah, it was really good. I like his analogy of it. Imagine Christ being the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A mature human head.
0: Full grown. Fierce. Full grown human mm-hmm. head
1: has beard, mm-hmm. you know, looks just like Bowen, I guess. <laughs> just like you, Bowen. <laughs> just like you, know, a mature human head, but then having the body of a baby. Huh. And that growing, head would be in, going yeah, all over the place. Be going all over the place. He would be able is, to hold it up, but yeah. the body's growing. That's how Christ is the head. Christ is the mature. Christ is the one that leads us. But the body is still maturing into that. It might, it might be a weird picture, but that's what it is right here. And that's what he's saying right. Here. The evangelist, the prophet, they're working us into that maturity. These officers are called to teach the believer to go to grow in maturity in Christ. And that's why Paul said, so that we may be no longer children tossed to and fro every wind of doctrine. Then we go into verse rather speaking truth and love, we are to grow in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joint and hold together by every joint, which is equipped with each part is working properly Makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in what in love. So, basically, what it is, Paul's telling us, and we're going to do a recap right here. Paul's telling us to walk in unity in love in the church, and also basically telling the world, hey, this is our unity. This is why we we're in Christ. He's telling us to the the marred fivefold fold ministry. And to walk after them, because those men or women are teaching us to walk in Christ and to grow into maturity. And it is all held by Christ. I, is, I do. Y'all do you agree with my assessment on that? Or yeah,
0: because if we don't, if we don't step into this, um, into this ministry of the apostles, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers, then we we, we can't fully mature. Because once, once we fully mature, then we become, we become teachers and shepherds and uh, apostles and evangelists. We, then we are equipped for the body. But uh, if we don't mature, then we're not fully equipped and we can't fully
1: uh, fully help the body. And look, look, guys, I don't know about y'all, but like I would consider us a teacher's.
2: But, yeah, I was thinking of that.
1: Because too. you know, if if you, if you had to label somebody, what's your part in the fivefold ministry? Well, we teach God's word. I'll, right.
2: be, I'll be the shepherd. <laughs>
1: be the shepherd. You be the pastor. Because that's what that is. Well, you know? that, that's what it is. a people shepherd. A shepherd. A shepherd is a pastor. Mm-hmm. And and look, I, to be honest with you, I know Guess the apostle. So. Yeah. The apostle. <laughs> the apostle might be the hardest one on this, but a second one would be probably a shepherd. Yes, because she- right evangelists evangelists will go and preach, and he, he leaves. Leave. And then, <laughs> yeah. Y'all get safe. Bye. he don't but stay then there. The but then the
0: shepherd, is like, "Oh, come on, sheep, don't yeah, go don't, to the don't, lines. Don't, then don't go to the and lines. Because yeah. yeah. look, right, if you look at the right. content
1: of the scripture. Right. All five of the fivefold ministry does pertain to making the church grow still in unity. It right. helps the church
3: grow. Go ahead, Bo. Yeah, speak. All right. Oh Lord, have mercy. Um, I just had a thought it's going to come back, and it's coming back. Take the scroll when first the scroll when, when you first came to Christ. okay, listen to what I'm going to say. I'm going to paraphrase this. When you first came to Christ, you were fed milk. Mm. okay? you were fed milk. The Bible teaches that. It, it shows that in the Bible. If I could find it, I'd read it to you. But you are fed milk, just mm-hmm. like a mother feeds her baby milk. Mm-hmm. You grow. Until you are old and until you are mature enough to eat meat. You see, you can't be fed meat until you are more mature because you are fed with milk, like the milk of the word. You are fed the milk of the word. You are fed something that you can grow. Something that you can understand and something that you can grow on, okay? But as you mature and as you grow in Christ then you start getting fed the meat of the word yeah, you start more getting difficult fed you start getting fed stuff that's a little bit harder stuff that you got to swallow and stuff that you got to grow on mm. that's what it is you know we all grow Everybody grows at a certain pace. Not everybody grows at the same pace. Right, right. Everybody grows at a a certain pace. Isaac might be growing faster than me. Boogie might be growing faster than you. I I might be growing at a pace of a snail. I don't know. (laughs) But but the thing is, Mm -hmm. everybody grows Mm -hmm. at at, at different paces. Not everybody grows at the same pace.
0: Mm. You know,
3: not every human being uh, is gonna absorb something and grow by. You know, you're gonna grow at your own pace. It depends how you receive the Word of God. It depends how you apply the Word of God to your life. You know, the more you're gonna dig, the more you're gonna read, the more you're gonna study, the more you're gonna grow. But, you know, a person that wants to grow and that's hungry for for Jesus and that's hungry, is gonna grow. You know, God's gonna help them grow. God's gonna help them mature. Because as long as you spend time in that Word, God's gonna show you things. God's gonna teach you things. The Spirit of God's gonna help you grow. And everybody grows at a different pace. That's what you mm-hmm. got to remember. And yes, that, er-
1: but that, that's what the unity of the body does to the bone because it helps each that's, other. That's grow. what this also shows right here. And We didn't dive into that as well tonight. Mm-hmm. There's a lot in this passage. If we had more time, we could dive in. The unity, the, the body working to heal the body. Okay,
3: well, body, the body, grow yeah. right.
1: Each part working properly. Right, every part, and that's what to grow. If we walk. As we're going to go back to the first verse or the, uh, the second verse when he said to walk in humility gentleness patience and all the, all the things he told us to walk in that doesn't just help me grow it helps you grow because you're going to see what God look if God's working in him to do that he can work into you or we can edify one another in humility and in truth and in light and it's going to help everybody grow and it's going to mature the body of Jesus Christ
0: Yeah, because each part of the body, we could either be diseased and cause more harm to the body, or be strengthened and cause more strength to the body. And you know, you talking about health.
1: One, uh, Brother James told uh, we we was talking about that the other day, and he was talking about the body of Christ. He said amputation is either necessary or it's by choice, and sometimes people instead of being amputated you get what i'm saying like this cut off but sometimes it's by choice well i, I don't want to be a part of that church because that church is evil wicked da, 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 whatever and they choose to sever themselves away from it but sometimes they say no let us men and you know look i have a cut i, had, I have a few cuts <laughs> but i had a cut a while back and I, i've been watching the process it's kind of weird god is showing because i've been hearing people say the body helps the body out he about itself. christ and I had a cut, and Boogie was there when I had it. it. It was a pretty bad cut. It was open. It was open a good maybe inch and a half. Mm-hmm. And we taped it up. We put medicine on it and stuff. Mm. But I started seeing, look, I have new skin. Aubrey, you see that? I got new skin. That's a lot
0: of new skin. It's all I, pink and fresh. I, it's like all Like a little fresh. baby.
1: But you know what? I didn't say, well, I need to go get some new skin from Walmart and put it on there. My The body mm-hmm. is healing my cut.
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. even though the body right there in that particular cut, it was wounded and it needed to be healed, but the rest of the body around it but, was so, whole but, uh, enough to heal it.
1: Now, I had a choice, too. I could have said, boy, that cuts pretty bad. Go and get the butcher knife. I got, you get what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. Or hey, but, you, you, you could either take care of it so that it could heal itself correct. or you could just stick dirt in it and then get it infected and then, and then say, oh, we got to cut it off. But, and
1: that, that's what that's the body. That's why we need to be in unity and humbleness and gentleness. Because if we do that, we, if the body is sick, but we're united in all those things that Christ made, had us do, mm-hmm. the body will heal. And I think that's basically why they titled this the unity in the body of Christ or unity in Christ. Yeah. Because yeah. Paul was showing them, hey, y'all need to walk in this. You need to look to one God, one Lord, one faith. And he said, look, look up to you teachers, look to the fivefold ministry so you will not grow, go away from the Lord.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: Paul, right
0: there in the first verse of chapter four, he He laid it out. He he urges us. He laid it out. He said, I urge y'all. Yeah.
2: You know, uh, not to go back forward, but remember when he talks about pastors? Yeah. (laughs) Pastors and evangelists and all those things? You know, I remember when Pastor Mike was alive. I remember he told me that. He said that a pastor is like a general. Mm -hmm. He makes people, a general, if you really think about it, a general makes people do something that they don't want to do and so sometimes we don't see a lot of pastors are like that they're like well we just want to be nice guys and don't be no generals you know so you have to be a general when you, you're in this type of thing you're in god's army and you are a general fighting for your captain so i kind of want to explain that too so
1: well, that's it for us this this uh, this episode, this segment, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Please remember to hit the subscribe button and our follow button on whatever platform you're listening on. Also, go ahead and check out Instagram, check out TikTok, check out YouTube and everything. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back. He's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. You have a good one.
2: My name is Anthony James Hayes. You probably know me from best from Brothers the Searching, and I'm so honored today that you meet me here. I want to talk about a little bit about my book. The first one I wrote was Journey of the Christians, From Dead Works to Living Faith, my very first book. It's about the story about me, pretty much going through things and how I'll overcome by the Word of God. And here is The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and Evil Stone. That's my second best book so far. And I want to take a little time to tell you about my second book, mostly. The first one is about some children. They go to, like, an adventure. They go to see a new kingdom. The future, I guess you can say, of God and to restore the kingdom to Garden of Eden conditions. And they fight good and evil and light and darkness. So I encourage you to actually get these books. They're available on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And then my second story, Liberty Man, a man who fights for freedom. And he takes off the chains of tyranny, of the kings of tyranny, off of him. So he finally gets free, and I hope you find out his journey and how he got free and so on. And then my third book, The Evil Stone, a man who actually turned to the devil, or he sold his soul to the devil for a powerful magic stone. And he had the promise of ruling the world. So I hope you enjoy these books. They're available. And they're family friendly and there's something you can learn with the Word of God. They're parables that you can teach your children and your grandchildren about. So I encourage you today to go to these places and I hope you bless and, and you enjoy these books. Thank you.